are we going to get all the free agents back? We're not. Uh, we're just not. We're, we're not capable of getting all those guys back. But um, we also understand that um, we're in a good situation in terms of picks that we have going forward. We have a lot of guys under contract, not only for this year, but going forward. And so, um, you know, we're not going to make excuses for the position that we're in. Decisions, decisions, decisions to come. Welcome on in WIP Midday Show. Hugh Douglas, Joe Giglio, Kyle Quinn behind the glass. You guys with us, 215-592-9494 on a Tuesday one week until free agency tag day today. Good morning, you. Good morning, Joe. Good morning, Philadelphia. There it is. There it is. Good morning, everybody. We got a ton to What's talk going about. What's man? Well, a lot. A lot here, Hughes. You know, really, we're getting close now. We're less than a week away from the start of the legal tampering period. Now, one week from tomorrow, we'll be at McGurk's for Bird's Town Hall discussing McGurk's. all this. I can't wait for that as we'll all be together, the entire station, one week from tomorrow. But, Hughes, as we, as we talk through all this and really the decisions the Eagles have to make, you heard Howie Roseman there talking about it. It really might come down to one guy, right? The Eagles might be able to prioritize one player in free agency, and I'm, I'm sure they'll bring back Outside more than of one. Well, of course, right? Because he's he's a separate. Yeah, entity. yeah, he's yeah. a separate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he's separate. Yeah. His money's separate. But when we get to the actual free agents to come, and and all these guys who hit the market next week, they, they probably are going to be able to prioritize one, right? They could one. make the money for one, and yes. then the chips fall where they may. Then everybody's got to fend for themselves. Yeah. Or, get it where you get it. They got to hope, right? They got to hope the money works, but they'll probably be able to prioritize one. And, and you, as I think about it, and I, and I was looking at the list, and we have a, a special bracket we're going to unveil and start talking through it, our WIP Midday Show Eagles Free Agency bracket. But as I looked at the bracket we created, and I looked at the, you know, the, the list of Eagles Free Agents, one stood out to me. You, Douglas, if I could keep one free agent, just one, off this team, I want to keep Chauncey Gardner-Johnson, and I understand it's not a position that maybe the Eagles have valued monetarily recent in recent years, mm-hmm. but I look at him as a different kind of player. One, number one, he's 25 years old, and that yes. matters to younger, me a lot. Younger, younger player. Right, so he's got a, a long runway. You think he's just about to go into his prime. He was a really impactful player for the Eagles with six interceptions this past year, and he's versatile. Like, you know, when, when Maddox got hurt, he played the slot for the past, you know, the last four, five, six weeks of the season. Yeah. And Maddox is a guy that, you know, he's kind of slight. He's gotten hurt before that. That could be a really important thing moving forward, that he's a safety and he's a corner. Versatility and is key. It, it's, that is key. It really is. And, and the last thing I'll say on, on CJ, why I put him above everyone. I put him above Hargrave. I put him above everyone. Bradbury, Garner Johnson is the one guy I want to bring back, is because I think about Eagles defenses of the last, let's say, 25 years. You Let's say the time around, around the time you got here and, and mm-hmm. your run started. Every really excellent Eagles team I could think of over this span has had a really star – is that a star safety, right? It started with Brian Dawkins. Yes. And there were a lot of great teams. You were part of a lot of them with Brian Dawkins. And then the team that won in 2017 and then had a nice little run after that had Malcolm Jenkins. Like, when the Eagles win, they have a star safety. And now this past year, obviously, was Chauncey Gardner-Johnson. So when I think of good Eagles defense, I think of star safeties. 25 years old, in his prime, he's versatile. If I could have one guy back, for me – it's Chauncey Gardner Johnson. How about you? Uh, you know me. I'm a D-liner. I know it. And, uh, you know, I, I feel like those guys are the most impactful, even though I did play with Brian Dawkins, and I know the kind of impact that he brought to the table. <clears throat> I like Javon Hargraves myself. I think he's in his prime. You know, when you're talking about playing a D-tackle position, a D-tackle that can actually get after the quarterback, mm-hmm. they're at a premium. That's why Deron Payne got franchise tag. You know, and, and Javon Hargrave is going to be a hot commodity on the, on the free agent market. I think that him and Hassan Reddick together 
I think you still have some guys up front that can put some pressure on the quarterback. So I like Javon Hargraves. Well, it's interesting the two, the two we chose because they, they one helps the other, right? Like the the pass rush it makes, goes hand in hand. It does. I, I mean, I think we could go back if we watched the games this past year. I'm sure there were a lot of sacks those defensive linemen got because the secondary covered. But there's yes. also the opposite, right? Where the secondary looked better, or maybe you know uh, Slay or Bradbury or. You know, Chauncey Garner-Johnson got an interception because there was really good pressure from the defensive line to start it off. 215-592-9494. Ton to talk about. We were less than a week away from legal tampering here, and we know the Eagles have a great deal of free agents. In fact, we're going to unveil our WIP midday show free agent bracket coming up in about a half hour here. I mean, we most teams, I don't think you'd come up with a bracket of 16. Like, we had we had a full bracket of 16 free agents. We'll, we'll tell you the seedings and all that coming up. But to you, there's, there is one more guy. So I chose Chauncey Garner-Johnson. You chose, you chose, of course, Javon Hargrave. There's also Bradbury. I mean, that, that just goes to show you, neither of us picked Bradbury, and he's really good. He was an all-pro. Yeah, but I think that in this, in this draft, potentially, if, if you had to, to get rid of somebody, he could be one of the guys. He's expendable. You can go out and get some young corners. You know, I, I know that's not the, the move that most people want to make, mm-hmm. but I think when you talk about that pass rush that you could potentially have up front, yeah, you can go out and get some young corners. I'm a, yeah, I'm okay with that. Yeah, and I, I look at the, the Chauncey Garner-John thing. I, I thought he was the finishing touch, the missing piece of the defense. Because last summer or in last offseason, they built a good team. We saw it. We saw it kind of forming here, but they had that hole at safety. And if they lose Chauncey Garner-Johnson, they're going to have that hole at safety again. I, I just – I you know this team's track record of drafting safeties has been pretty poor over the years. They just mm-hmm. they don't they don't do it. I mean I mean I, when was the last time they drafted a safety that turned out to be a really really good player? I mean am I blanking here or is it Brian Dawkins? Like what, like when was the last time they drafted that's a the real safety? It wasn't Kayvon Wallace. That's for no, sure. it wasn't. It wasn't. Uh, who's the who's the kid from Temple like a uh, ten years ago? Jaquan Jarrett. Is that his yeah, name? Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's it, there's a lot, and even Marcus Epps, he was a claim. They got it, he wasn't a draft pick here, so they have struggled that position. They made this trade, and it really worked out. Two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. If you could only have one free agent back, who is it? Because the Eagles may have to make this kind of choice here, where they only could bring back one. And you, know, what's interesting is you chose Hargrave three years ago when they signed him. It was kind of out of nowhere. Like, who? Javon Hargrave? He was with the Steelers. He, South Carolina. Yeah, South but Carolina. they saw something in him. And, and I mean, what a what a contract that was. Yeah, man, and he's been balling. Mm-hmm. And I, you know, I like, you know, I like those big D tackles, man, because, you know, as a as a former pass rusher, you get them guys up the middle that push that pocket. I mean, it just makes your job that much easier. And I think that he still has some good fo- football left in him. And I think he just just scratched the surface of what he could potentially be. So yeah, I like that. Yeah, the only worry I have is age. But you're right; he probably still has some some years left. I mean, he's thirty; he's not thirty three. But but that's a question as well. Let's, Kyle, what do you got here on this? If you can only have one back, and and I imagine I would love to if we had a camera. They won't do this. I would love for the Eagles to put a camera in Howie's office to show us the Eagles' big board, right? If he, you know, he, I'm sure he's prioritized it with numbers and valuations next to your name. If you can only have one back, who are you going with? Yeah, I'm going to join you here, and I'm going to make the case for C.J. Garner-Johnson because between the three guys that we had listed in our poll, I'm just sort of looking at what the backup plan, the contingency plan might Mm -hmm. be in each individual case here, right? So with Bradbury, we do have Darius Slay here still under contract. With Javon Hargrave, you think, you'd like to think, the replacement is waiting in the wings uh, with Jordan Davis. Now with C.J. Garner-Johnson, they don't re-sign him we're stuck with, you know, the guys we just mentioned, Epps, Blankenship, Kayvon Wallace. That's not a very uh, inspiring group of safeties back there. Why, and Epps is a free agent, too. They that, could, right, they exactly. Too. So, so they might not even have Epps. Right, so it's Blankenship and Kayvon Wallace. Whew. It's been such a long time since we've had a playmaking safety of that caliber. Um, he led the league in interceptions, right, With even with missing a few games. That's a guy I 
desperately need back on the roster next season. And isn't he the youngest of the bunch, too? Yeah. He's 25. I, yeah, by a, by a decent amount. He's 25. Bradbury, I think, is 29. Um, 28 going on 29. And, and Hargrave has hit 30 already. 215-592-9494. This is really probably the discussion the Eagles are having inside their offices right now. If we can only keep one, who to keep? And the the age thing you is, is a big deal. I, th- I think the Eagles probably, you know, when they're making their list right there, their list of who they might want to keep, Age matters. It's always mattered to this franchise, and it should, right? It's football. I mean, you, you, you said it. You, you have a runway. There's only so many years you have. The fact that Cha- Chauncey Garner-Johnson is only 25, like some kids in the draft are 24. He's young. Yeah, he's a young guy, and you want to prioritize keeping those young guys. But at the same time, Joe, you got to think that uh, money is a mm. major issue, yes. especially when you talk about trying to build a winning program, a winning franchise, and things of that nature. And the unfortunate thing about it is, you got to go younger sometimes, even when you don't want to, because there are going to be some free agents or, or some guys on your squad that are going to be commanding a lot of money, and you're going to be looking at that film, that past film, and you're going to ask yourself, they're going to be grading everybody, and they say, is he worth the money that he's asking for, and does he project to get better as the years progress? So that's the that's everything that they have to consider. Well, it is. It's money. It's age. It's fit. It's all these kind of things. Two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four is how you hop on the show and 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 give your thought. I'm really, I'm really curious what you feel out there because this is this is the biggest decisions the Eagles have to make over the next week or so. Is which one of these guys do they really want back the most? Because they they can make a big offer right now. They could be the first one there when free agency starts. I want to play this for you. Elliot this morning. Elliot with the morning show with the Cameron Ritchie talking about Chauncey Gardner Johnson. And, and I tell you, I. I didn't feel good after hearing this because my number one choice, at least one 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 of our people here, Elliot, doesn't believe he's coming back. Here he was this morning. I would say about a month ago, I thought that there was a better chance. But now, I don't know. I, I, I think that it's probably less than a 50% chance that Whoa. he's back. When you, when you just look at the money that they have, the money he's going to get, the positions that they value, I just don't see how that adds up to a Chauncey Gardner-Johnson uh, extension. Uh, you know, I think they wow. value the defensive line more. Um, I think they obviously value offense more. Well, Hugh, that's interesting what Elliot great, said there. Great minds think alike. Yeah, well, you know, he was talking about valuing certain positions, right? And, and yeah. you've, you've been bringing up the idea, what was it, Deron Payne got $18.7 million. Like, you know, if you could have Hargrave back for $19 million or twenty. Or C.J. Gardner-Johnson for 17, the Eagles might look at it and say, we value the defensive lineman more than the safety. Yeah. Similar money. I mean, yeah, that's what you're talking about because think about think about this in the NFL. And the reason why I feel this way is, is because of this. Grady Jarrett is considered one of the best young – well, he's getting older now, but one of the best young D tackles mm-hmm. in the game. Uh, the problem that the uh, Atlanta Falcons had last year, he was the only guy. They were targeting – the Atlanta Falcons were uh, allegedly – targeting Javon Hargraves. They're looking for young pass rushers in the league. You talk about in a a passing league, the biggest uh, asset going against that is guys that can get to the quarterback, bottom line. I mean, safeties are great, but it's very rare that you find transcendent players that can can be – it's very rare you find a Deion Sanders out there in the draft. Sure. So you go get those guys up front that can get after the quarterback, that can put pressure on the quarterback, and you, you, you take chance on that back end. Kansas City Chiefs did it. Chris Jones is that dude up front. They mm-hmm. moved him around in every spot trying to create matchups that, that favored him, and they went with a young secondary. So that's what you do. You, you have to build your team to be competitive. And right now, that, that's the best way to do it. You have a guy that can rush the quarterback. 
You got some corners back there that want to get paid. You might not want to pay them. You might have to go with young guys. Yeah, and they might do that. 215-592-9494. Here, here's how I look at it. If all these guys were not here before, right, if, if they weren't Eagles to begin with, I think the Eagles would be most likely to go after Chauncey Gardner-Johnson because of his age. Age is, is really the biggest sticking point for me. He's the one guy I want back more than anyone. Let's talk to uh, let's talk to our agent, Bridget. What's up, Bridget? Bridget. Hey, guys. How you doing this morning? How you doing this morning? I'm doing fine. I want C.J. Gardner back. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure we all do. But but the thing of it is, it's it's what the what the money. What is the money going to look like? So basically, it boils down to money. Doesn't have to yeah, do with age or anything. Well, yeah, it, well, it's it's age. I mean, it's all kind of thrown in a pot and spun around. And Bridget, I, you know, you you and I are on the same page. He, he's the one I want back more than any. But it does kind of go against what the Eagles usually do because I agree with you's point that defensive line is usually where they put their money. Right. Yeah, it's going to be interesting, Bridget, because, yeah. I mean, I, I, I think that he, his age is, is, is the biggest thing for me. 25 years old, that's a prime free agent. Yes, I agree. But, yeah. no, I want C.J. Gardner back because my brother coached him in high school. And oh, that's right. Really well. yeah, that's that personal. Yeah. That's that personal yeah, you got the connection there. Yeah, I got the connection. So. <laughs> yeah, Bridget, listen, well, it's, it's interesting. We appreciate your phone call. Um, and, Hugh, I also mentioned the versatility. I, I think that's – That's that's big. If he was just a safety, I don't know if I'd be banging the table saying he's my number one, but I thought he did a pretty good job at slot corner. And you never know when injuries are coming, right? So you don't. if he could play both of those and, you know, I, that's a – slot corner now, it's almost – that's a starting position. Most teams play three receivers all the time. Yeah, and and I was always told in the NFL, the more you could do, the better chances you, you have of making the squad. Mm-hmm. And he can do a lot. It's going to be one of those things, Joe, where you're going to have to figure out how his job in this offseason is going to be, have to be, he's going to have to be a magician. He's going to have to be because you're going to try to keep as many of these assets that you possibly can and sign your quarterback. That's going to be a, a, a pretty tough task in order to push back in and be able to, to make a run. And on top of that, you still have to p- keep yourself in um, – you got to keep yourself out of cap purgatory. Of course. You got to right. keep yourself out of cap purgatory so that you can keep adding players, say, if this year doesn't go the way that you want it to go. Yeah, you want to be able to be flexible for 2024. You want to be relevant. Yeah, you want to be in it every year, which which I think that is always the goal around here. 215-592-9494. Of course, there is also the option, and the tag deadline is today. Today is the NFL tag deadline, 4 p.m. today. Teams have it to tag players. So if we get any news today across the league, whether it be Daniel Jones or whatever, within the division, um, we'll pass that along. But, of course, with the Eagles. Now, they haven't done this since 2012. There's been no Eagles tag since 2012. I would be surprised if they put a tag. But, you know, if anyone, Gardner Johnson could be the one that gets tagged. We'll pass that along if we hear 215-592-9494. Ken in South Jersey. What's up, Ken? Good morning. Ken. Good morning, gentlemen. How are you today? How are you doing today, Ken? Hey, Ken. I am fantastic. The sun is out. Can't complain about this. Nah, you shouldn't because it's a great day. It is a nice day. day. Every day above ground is a good one, gentlemen. Just remember that. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's true. true. What, what are you thinking on all this, Ken? I, I, I actually think from a priority standpoint, um, C.J. Gardner-Johnson would be the last priority I would have on the defense beyond behind uh, both Hargrave and even T.J. Edwards. I don't, I don't think you can pay a safety $17 million a year. Uh, Reed Blankenship, I think, is a, a good, much cheaper option, and he's a better tackler. So, you know, you've, you've got to prioritize defensive line first. You've got to prioritize the line of scrimmage first. Um, you know, so I think they're going to, you know, they're going to re, they're going to uh, restructure Slay. They're going to restructure Lane to free, free up some cap space for now. 
the thing that concerns me about it is, and I, don't, I haven't really heard anything, anybody talk too much about it, the Eagles, I think, have the most dead cap money in the league. So, yeah, before you go on, Ken, they, they usually do. I feel like it's become like this kind of accounting trick that Howie Roseman does because he mm-hmm. always just pushes dead cap to the next year to the next year and is almost like you never really have to pay it if you just keep pushing it off. Like They always have dead cap, but, and, and then they'll just push more to next year. He's great at it, but you know, at some point you have to get younger and cheaper. Right. Um, I, I don't have a problem with going kind of all in again next year, but it just—I I, just—unless his name is Ronnie Lott, I just can't pay a safety seventeen million dollars a year. Yeah, Ken, it's interesting because usually, and Ken, I preach the phone call. Usually, um, you—I I think his point makes sense, right? You don't pay certain positions, and the Eagles don't, right? The Eagles don't pay certain positions a lot of money. But he's, you know, when you have a really good player, maybe it's worth it. Yeah, but you also have to temper that with who's coming out in the draft right. and how if you could get that kind of production from some one of these young guys, one of these young Thundercats that you have under control. So I, I, did, I agree with this point. I like Blankenship. I think he could play a little bit. It mm-hmm. won't surprise me if he started this year, but they have both safeties as free agents. So, like, what if you lose Epps and Gardner-Johnson? Then we're talking about Blankenship and, I don't know. Going with a young secondary. Whew. I mean, it's a lot. It's a lot, but they can learn together. And this is not unprecedented. It happens all the time. Mm-hmm. That's the thing. You just It's just unfortunate that we're coming off a Super Bowl run where this defense is going to look probably a whole lot different than what we're used to. But at the same time, if you have those key components up front, I still think that you can play football. It's going to be some growing pains on the back end, no question about that. But I don't think it's going to be to the point where – it's it's going to put you in such a bad spot that you can't recover from it. Yeah, I, I think about this in two, terms of two things. One, the 2023 Eagles, and, and I think all these guys would help them, right? Hargrave and Bradbury and, and Chauncey Gardner-Johnson all make the 2023 Eagles better, but who makes the 2024, 2025, 2026 Eagles better? I think that's his age. Like, if these guys were all the same age, I'd probably be with you. Mm-hmm. I probably would say defensive line, right? You always go with the up front, that's, that the trenches – but man, 25 years old, you that's don't why, usually you know, get this kind of player. Hey, that's why you know how he got to crack his knuckles, and he has to do what he does. You know, he put when he put himself out there and it made himself seem like he was this cap guru, didn't he get GM of the year or something like that? It's his second time, yeah. Okay, let, okay, GM of the year, do what you do. But I got you, bro. I got, I got there, you. There it is. Get me then, Howie. If you got me, get me. Let's I ain't t- trying to hear about all that, man. Show me the baby. Let's Everybody t- talking about us. Uh, show me the baby, man. 100%. We, it's not really why I call, but just thinking about the Eagles, I think they need to go back field and try to try to um, stay strong back there. You know, talked about Slade losing the step. You know, so my my choice would be uh, Gardner Johnson. Yeah, you're with me, Paul. I mean, I, I think it's it's I think it's critical to keep a playmaker in the secondary. They don't haven't they don't haven't had those kind of guys here. And it and I just think back to good Eagles defenses, Paul. Last 25 years, they all have a star safety. I mean, every one of them, whether the Brian Dawkins defenses, the Malcolm Jenkins defenses, or in it this past year, it's it's a common theme with with the Eagles when they're good. Yo, yo. So I was looking at uh, Joel Embiid walking back from uh, scoring 40 yesterday. And he looked really disinterested and lethargic, like he didn't care anymore. So your point is making that I can't read into what Joel Embiid is thinking? <laughs> Listen, man, I think we make too much of that as it relates to sports. A guy, when you said that a couple days ago, a guy went all the way back to the summer. He was like, yo, he was playing last year, and he seemed like he lost it. He doesn't care anymore. I'm like, especially in Philly, man, like you – 
when we say things like people just run with but it. But Paul, Paul, in, in my defense, and Paul, in my defense, during that rant, I did say that's not fair. I, I, I said that that's probably not a fair criticism. But when you see it, people read into that. Mm-hmm. I, I made I made that abundantly clear. I hear you, and I said okay. it wasn't fair of my criticism of that. But that's what I saw. Paul, it's o- I think it's okay to Paul. But before you go on, I think it's okay to say he's a tremendous player. He had a great game last night. He's nineteen for nineteen for the free throw line. They won, but sometimes he has bad body language. That's true. Listen, we all got. We all are human. We all are human. I made that sometimes point too. We all have bad body language. I made. I made that, that does, point too. That doesn't make a career. I, I didn't. And, and like I said, it, it's. And when I started that diatribe, I said it's probably not a fair assessment. But I can see why people get upset when they see that because everybody's different. I get I get exactly what you're saying, Paul, and I'm not offended, but I made that clear when I said it because when I saw it and I saw his body language, I said this might not be a fair criticism, but I can see why people feel the way that and, they do. And you, I'm not mad at you, man. It's just the callers after that. They, they went in. started getting crazy. Well, no, but maybe they noticed the same thing, Paul, that, that, that Hugh did. I mean, I think it's fair. Paul, we appreciate the phone call. I mean, it's okay to, to, to see the flaws in players. Yeah. It's allowed. Yeah, because, it, it and, and Paul, to be fair, like, when I like when certain things bother you, when you care about it, I mean, you know, that's how you can tell when somebody is passionate. Mm-hmm. But again, like I said, he's probably not that guy and it's probably not a fair criticism of him. But when you have people that are probably mo- more emotionally invested in you, even though they're not on the court, they're not on the court. They look at that and it rubs them the wrong way. That's not. Is it fair? No. But it's a whole lot in life that's not fair. Well, it's true. And but you you know what? When you're a star player in this city and you yeah, have millions it, of yeah. people watching people you. Wanna, people wanna people want to feel people want their athletes to feel like they're they're just as invested as yes. they are. Yes. I, I mean that's 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 it. That's that's all it is. They want you to feel like you're you're mutually invested the same way that they are. I, I think it's it's totally fair to point out when we see things that that hit us that way. Two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. A ton to do on the show today. Howard S is going to join us at noon. We'll go riding with the king. We got to talk through all this free agency stuff. We're less than a week away here. We'll unveil our free agent bracket. The deadline is at four today for tags and. We may have some news here. Denard Wilson, we know he was let go, fired, whatever you want to say by the Eagles a couple days ago. He may have found his next team. We'll tell you where he might be landing. 215-592-9494. If you could have one free agent back, just one, like your top priority, who would it be? I go Chauncey Gardner-Johnson. Hugh goes Javon Hargrave. Where do you land? 215-592-9494. Hugh Douglas, Joe Giglio, Sports Radio. 